Life Audio. You're listening to Reframed, the Power of Perspective podcast, and I'm your host, Carly Merkleer. As both a Christian counselor and communicator, I want to equip you with the tools and truths that renew your mind and empower your soul. As we explore popular topics influencing our perspectives, I want to offer practical techniques for reframing unhealthy thinking patterns and provide step-by-step pathways for emotional and spiritual health. You know, this process of untangling our automatic thoughts and attitudes is not always easy, but thankfully God's word gives us instruction on how to reframe our thoughts, renew our minds, and redeem our perspectives in light of the gospel. It is this framework we will use to dispute discouragement, eliminate emotional reasoning, and empower our pursuit of abundant life. So are you ready? Let us explore our current perspectives, expose distortions we have come to believe, and grow deeper in our understanding of God's transforming power. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Reframed, the Power Perspective podcast. Um, Today is a special episode because it is the final episode of the year 2021, and what a blessing it has been for me, and I hope for you also as we have walked through so many topics over the last year and learned so many truths to equip us in disputing discouragement and seeking the abundant life we've been called to through Christ. And so today, I want to share with you something that the Lord has been teaching me through both my personal journey and the journey of many brave souls that I'm honored to walk alongside in my practice. Something that I do every year is I look back through my journal entries and look for patterns and themes from verses and prayers that I've written. And maybe some of you are familiar with this practice, but based on these findings, I oftentimes will set an intention or find a phrase or a word to take with me to the next year to ground me in the truths that I've learned as a new season begins. And so at the start of 2021, I found that a major theme in my life was this idea of resting in the presence of God. And so the word that came from that was the word dwell. And this word is funny to me because most of my friends would tell you that I don't rest well by nature. And the awareness of this became evident towards the end of 2020 and much learned from the force of nature that was COVID. But I learned so much about how my resting, my being with God, rather than my running, my doing for God, was where God desired to show me true peace and clarity and wisdom and contentment. And this learning came from various sources and the Spirit's leading, but one passage of scripture that was repeated over and over again in my journal entries was Psalm 27. And so I want to read this psalm to you, and then I want to share with you the journey it has taken in my life over the last year and how I believe God has given me this word as something that I have taken and it has transformed me, but I also hope that it will be an encouragement for you as you step into a new year in just a few days and look back and reflect on the last year of your life and ask yourself, you know, what are the patterns? What are the themes that God is teaching me? And what truths do I need to hold on to walking to this next season of unknown 2022? Because we often do not know what is right ahead of us. And thankfully, we have 
God, who is a good shepherd, guiding our hearts and strengthening our souls. And so um, let's jump into Psalm 27 and then look at the principles and practices that we can take from this to go into this new year. Psalm 27 says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assault me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, and that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever, all of the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire into his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble, and he will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies and all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy, and I will sing and make melody to the Lord. These beginning verses of Psalm 27 encapsulate an intention and an assurance. As David says in verse 4, the one thing he asked for and the one thing he sought after was to dwell in the house of the Lord, to ask and seek, to pray and to practice that I may dwell, that I may simply remind my soul to be with God no matter what my journey would bring in 2021. So dwell became my word And my phrase became, whatever, wherever, whenever, I want to dwell with the Lord forever. But little did I know that 2021 would bring some unforeseeable challenges, both internally and externally, which would challenge this newly formed practice and position in my heart. And although I won't share the details of my process, I will say that this year, or season has been one of the most difficult years yet. And when grief has gripped my heart and sin has sought to steal my soul, God has felt ever so far away from being close to my heart. I have been challenged to go back to the one simple practice, the one thing that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever that I may be reminded of his protection and his promises, and that despite the circumstances around me, his presence would empower me to be fearless in the face of my greatest fears. Something my pastor always says, and what I have come to hold onto tighter than ever before, is that God is so much closer than we think or feel. The heart of the gospel is this, to be with Jesus does not require chasing. Jesus tells us to come, to follow, but never does he require us to chase endlessly to find him. His presence is near because his presence is here with us every day and every hour. You know, I share this testimony in hopes of encouraging you and those listening that despite whatever, wherever, whenever, God's heart towards you is simply come home. To rest in his grace, 
to share in his steadfast love, and to heal within the hope of his mercy and compassion. So many of us believe that the reality of our struggles, our sin, our shortcomings, our evidence that we lack spiritual maturity. And this perspective keeps many of us from coming to Jesus. Yet this year has taught me that our burdens speak to deeper needs. And each need we have invites us back home. Maybe you too can relate to the reality of challenge and change this year. To struggling silently or to running from Jesus out of fear that he only wants to take away the very things your heart has clung to for comfort and connection. But what if we responded differently to our needs? What if Jesus responds differently to our needs? Not judging them, displacing them, not suppressing them or invalidating them, but bringing them to the foot of the cross and simply inviting him in. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I want to leave you with one final practice this season as we head into a new year full of unforeseeable challenges. And I hope it will help each of us reframe our perspectives on how to respond to our failures and our struggle, to our sorrow and to our sin. To help us see the true heart of God and find a deeper awareness of our ultimate need. So let's do this together. If you have a journal or you want to come back to this when you have time to sit and reflect, I highly recommend taking the time to write these things out and see them visually or talk them out with a friend or a therapist. But let's start with this question. What are my burdens? Make a list of the things that are present in your heart, your world, and your relationships. Here are just a few examples. Broken friendships, strain, conflict, discouragement in our current reality, specific sins and struggles, losses, change, trauma, or pain. Now, to the right of this list, another heading or another question is what are my needs? And what we can do with our burdens is we can look at them one of two ways. We can look at them as negative aspects of ourself that we need to somehow clean up in order to come to Christ, or we can look at them as needs waiting to be met by Jesus. And so with each one of these, we can find a direct need that is outflowing from each of these burdens. 
It might take some time, but ask yourself, what are the needs of each of these areas in my life? What are the needs of my heart? Is it a need for belonging, a need for value, a need for direction or clarity or wisdom or contentment, a need for security, intimacy, connection, relief from pain? Is it a need for comfort, for safety, provision, for healing, rest? These are the needs we need to bring home to our Heavenly Father. And as we talked about in the last episode, we are beloved children of God. And unlike our experiences within our families of origin, the Lord's heart for us is gentle and lowly, sympathizing and empowering. He knows our weakness and his grace, he says, is sufficient for us. So the next step of this practice is to acknowledge the way Jesus responds to each one of our named needs. Take each one, belonging, intimacy, healing, safety, rest, comfort, whatever the needs that you have named are, and find responses from the Word of God that meet those needs. Something that I find so fascinating about Jesus' ministry and the accounts of the Gospels is that he speaks to directly meeting needs, but not just from a physical or healing aspect, meeting the needs of the sick and those that were hungry, but he meets the spiritual needs of those he comes in contact with by bringing them to himself. And so as you look through scriptures, you will find the repeating theme is that we are asked to come back to Jesus. In Matthew 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And not just this physical rest, but rest for our souls, Jesus says, as we learn from him and we pray and we seek to be with him. This is a simple yet significant practice. This idea of coming home again and again, day by day, moment by moment, and focusing our attention on the one thing, to dwell with the Lord, to find our comfort and our strength, our identity and our focus, our belonging and our joy, our hope and our confidence in Christ alone. For nothing else in this world that we chase after was ever meant to satisfy us or fill us full. So it is in our returning again and again, we are empowered to wait daily for the coming of our King, where our joy will be made complete and we will be fully satisfied in Him. And so, my friends, I encourage you to come home Renew your focus. Let us ask God this year to be with him, to dwell with him, and bring our every need to him. I'm praying for you. I'm thankful for you. And I'm so excited for the journey to come in 2022. Whenever, wherever, whatever, let us remember to come home. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Reframed, the Power of Perspective podcast. If you have enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe and drop a comment. To access more content and to join my monthly email list for the latest updates and info, you can visit my website at carlymarcoulier.com. Reframed, the Power of Perspective is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed Carly's episode today, we would love it if you left the show a rating and review in your favorite podcast app. It really does help more people like you find the show. This podcast was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. To find more faith-filled, encouraging podcasts like this one, just head over to lifeaudio.com. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.